Hello everybody, this is Drive Me To Your Leader with Mr. Red, and in this podcast we hope to bring to you discussion, argument, and maybe just some fun on the way through. This is the first episode of what I hope will start the many ideas that I never seem to have the time to write down, but it's okay because we're just going to talk about them instead today. So we're doing Ghost here today with Vixie the Fox Witch. Are you ready? No. (laughs) You don't feel prepared for this? Oh, yeah, I've come with definitive proof of ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see about that. Um, Okay, so why do you think that ghosts are real? I've put you on the spot with that. (laughs) You started off very strong. Tell me why ghosts are real. (laughs) Tell me now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to me, there's so many unexplained things in this world. Yeah. Like, not just ghosts, there's stuff like aliens, existence in the universe. There's things that science probably hasn't even discovered yet. Yeah, 100%. So to me, like, like I say, with ghost shows or photographs, you get some where there's like a bright light. You can't really explain. Mm. To me, that... That's like an existence of something, ghosts, perhaps. Um, yeah, but that's this is the problem I have with a lot of it is a lot of people that talk about ghosts start with ghosts and then build the evidence around that instead of getting the evidence and building the conclusion from there. Have you not seen ghost shows? Yes, unfortunately, I <laughs> have. <laughs> but then. They go in and they get this evidence with, like, EMF readers, clips and yeah. stuff. And then at the end, they're like, well, ghosts. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because I specifically looked up, you know, electromagnetic fields and, you know, EVPs and all that soft stuff. And I'll go into it a little bit. Okay. EVPs, what it is, it's an audio recording, isn't it? You get an, just an old-fashioned, basically, tape recorder. I'm assuming they don't use tapes now. They record something and they play it back and then you hear the voice of a ghost. The big problem I have with that is this you can know you can record something for 20 minutes maybe, right? And then you can hear something in 20 minutes of that interference because there could be there's so much that goes on, you know, electromagnetically as well. There's all kinds of radiation, all kinds of things that mm. a lot of it we can't describe, some of it we can. And I just feel a little bit, if you play it back, you hear something that sounds like a human voice, you're then going to put words to that voice. And then when you tell other people what that is, you're suggesting it, that suggestion. And my issue with that is you're designed to hear other people's words. You're designed to see faces. Mm. And you just, I, <laughs> I think you're biasing it. That's the problem. Like... I do agree to an extent. Yeah. Because when you do hear these like, supposed ghost words yeah. on the thing, you do hear what you want to hear. Like, for example, you may hear a different word and then on a TV show it will come up with a subtitle and then you'll start to hear that yeah. word. Yeah, a little bit like um, when you mishear lyrics. Oh, you know, yeah. You've seen those funny videos where people write the alternative. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Those sorts of things. No, I, I, I get you on that. Yeah. But what about the equipment where it actually spells out words? 
And there's been videos of them asking a question and it's a very like response. It's not just random word. You know, the the problem is I usually see them in TV shows that, you know, they're designed to entertain because if they didn't, people wouldn't watch them, they wouldn't exist, right? You know, when you do, let's say you do a scientific test, you know, the basic scientific test, you're going to do something five times, you're going to take an average, a range or whatever else, there's going to be an anomaly, whatever. How do we know those guys haven't been there for three hours gathering words until they've got to one where they've said a sentence out loud and it's just come up with that word specific to the thing that they said? That means the ghost finally got <laughs> off his booze. It's being coherent. <laughs> but yeah, I do understand what you're saying. But then there's a thing that we can explain. Like you hear stories about a loved one passing away and then you see like a shadow of them lurking over, say, another family member or like circumstance like that. I know mm. there's a lot of sentimentality yeah. to that. But there's it's just weird occurrences that happen like that. Like it, I've heard stories of people's loved ones who died while they've been asleep and in their dream they've spoken to them like saying goodbye mm. and then they find out the next day that they passed away. When you say they died in their sleep, were they sleeping near them or it was just another no, place? No, I mean or? the person who's alive was sleeping and that right. person died whilst they were asleep. Not the actual person died during their sleep. No. Words. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I just feel like, let's say you were sleeping next to somebody and they mm. passed away and then they were in your dream. But is that not subconsciously you've picked up on the fact they're not breathing anymore and even though you're asleep, you have now on some level realised that they're dead? Well, you know? that, that's a completely legitimate. Mm. I, I can understand that explanation. But I'm talking like... Uh, loved ones who weren't in the house. Oh, right. Okay. Say they passed yeah. away during the night. Say their daughter was asleep mm. and their daughter had a dream mm. that they died. And they were like saying final goodbye. Yeah. And then they wake up to find out, say, their dad died. No, that is, I know what you're saying. There's that side of it, which is the power of the mind, isn't there? Mm. And that's very unexplained and unexplainable to some degree, isn't it? No, I I, I understand that. But again, I don't think you can say it's just a random ghost hulking around. I just feel like because it's not explained doesn't mean you can't come. If you come to that conclusion, I don't think you can come to that conclusion. Because it could be a similar thing when you... you it, I'm going to leave it with the power of the mind. You can't explain it. I think that's <laughs> a tough one, to be fair. Yeah, no, I'll give you that point, to be fair. Also, there's what you would consider a ghost. Many people have different ideas of what a ghost is to them. I think if we start with the main thing that people say, and if we base it and start there, I think the main people think people say, if I understand it, which I might not have this completely right, is it's something that is physically existing because they read it on the EMF scale. They're trying to say that it is physically in the world in whatever manner that it is, and it's affecting the electromagnetic currents. Well, the, my problem with that, first of all, is that 
everything gives off a signal you know all the recording equipment alarm clocks phones you know any kind of thing can get off an electromagnetic signal even people are doing you know involved yeah, people that. give off energy all the time and there's so much that could interfere with that process i think if you start with there and that's how most people say that's how ghosts exist I think you have to say there's no way you can prove that because there's so many other things that it could be if you're analysing it that way. Well, I'm going to say there's no way to prove it yet. No, see, I I like that. (laughs) That's a better way of doing it. The way how people used to think the Earth was flat. It was definitive to them. The Earth was Mm -hmm. flat and then science evolved and we got on the moon and and we got proof that the earth is round so yeah science science may not have evolved to find proof yet or there might be never no proof at all because they don't really exist well you can't argue that there's no definitive way you know that yeah but this is the same thing with people that argue for uh like the christian god or whatever it is and i don't want to get into that because maybe that's one for another time right (laughs) But how do you argue with someone who just, whatever they say, you can't prove them wrong, but they can't ever prove that it exists in the first place? Well, the way I think about it, when it comes to science, like years ago when people used to believe the world was flat, it was definitive to them. And then years later, we discovered that the Earth is round. Yeah. Yeah. And just look at the way science has evolved and we've discovered new things as time's gone on. That's my proof. Whereas people are like, well, you can't prove God yet. I get what you're saying to an extent, like the imagination, the space for things that we don't understand about. And are you right? I don't think you can discount that. Mm. But I think there's so many other alternative solutions to what some of these things could be and that's really the problem isn't it Mm. yeah you know like so when they do these tv shows and they go into and they they bring all of this equipment with them and it's like box after box after box and i just find that so problematic because they sit in this room of all this electromagnetic interference and they're trying to analyze everything that exists inside of that room and then they pick up one anomaly of something like oh what is that? It's probably a ghost. And it's like, but there's, there's so much involved with things, isn't there? You know, mm. like recently I've been looking into like radiation and stuff like that. And the amount of things that we don't really know about that and the amount that it just exists in the yeah. world that we've got no idea about, you know, a little side note. I really, I just found out yesterday that the reason a lot of lung cancer evolves from smokers because the cigarettes are like produce radiation. Oh, I know that's really eye opening, really, isn't it? I wonder what vaping will do. I was thinking that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The jury's still out, isn't it? But, but yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you on that. Also, ghost shows are very dramatized. It's like reality TV. Mm-hmm. A lot of time when I think of ghosts and evidence of ghosts, you can't see my hands right now, but I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> um, it's been from personal people that I know. Mm. It's not like they're on TV or they're getting interviewed. It's just general everyday people I know 
that have these weird experiences. What kind of experiences do you mean? Um, like, for example, when I used a lady having a dream about a loved one passing away mm. and they were saying goodbye. Mm. That's a personal story mm. that I, someone I know has told me. Mm. And it's not like they have much to gain from it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Well, they do have something to gain from it. I think you've got your own... I think you you might call that wishful thinking to an extent. But the fact that they had a dream about their loved one just saying goodbye on the night that they died and that person didn't even know about it at that time. The, the, the problem I think that we have with this is that there's so much about energy that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. That, you know... Only about 100 years, maybe, yeah, about 100 years or so, we've only just to start discovering quantum mechanics and, you know, things on like atoms and stuff like that and the amount of energy they hold. And we don't know, you know, we know to some extent what they do and how they operate and all that sort of thing. But we don't really know what effects that really has. I mean, we can't see any of these things, you know. So I I do think there is, there's always that space, isn't there? Mm-hmm for things that we can't explain, 100%. Also, like I said, your definition of a ghost. Because personally, to me, a ghost is like a memory. So like the energy of that person's left over, residual mm. energy. Residual, I hear that a lot. But what does that really mean? Like, for example, the way I can explain it is, have you ever gone into a room with a group of people and you just feel like they've been talking about you? Yeah. I think everyone has, unfortunately. Or something has... Sight has gone wrong since you've left the room and you come back in you feel that, like, that negative energy in the room. You Mm. can feel that something has gone on whilst you're out of that room. Is that energy or is that you reading body language? Mm, It's true. Yeah. There is a lot of people that don't understand body language or social cues. Well, I think people do understand it, but I think the problem with body language is it's a lot of it's so unconscious. Mm. You know, you don't, you know, if let's say you're in a really adrenaline moment where it's all about really short spaces of time, you're not going to sit there and consciously think about someone's body language. It's just going to be instinct. And I know what you're saying. I think when people take that instinct into our social world and they've got time to think about it, you can become awkward because you don't use your instinct because you think about things too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm I'm relating the energy of what I think ghosts are. So say if someone's a really angry old man and they died in a house. You go in and you just feel that evil, angry energy. But do you already know about it? Not always. Yeah. Not always. Sometimes you go in and you think, oh, I feel some like bad, bad feeling about this place. But can that And not... then you find out later, like, a family got murdered in there or something. But can that not work the other way around? So let's say I get a brand new house, but I decorate it immaculately to look like it's old and run down and abandoned, right? Let's mm-hmm. just, as a thought okay, experiment, okay. right? 
And I do that. And then as someone's about to enter the house, I tell them this, this really, it's got this really terrible past. All these bad things have happened. And they go in there and they believe it. That's just me suggesting it. Yeah, I it? get that. But what happens if they say afterwards, after you've already got this bad feeling? Oh, sorry, say that again. What do you mean? Say you go into a house. It's just like a general modern day house. Mm-hmm. And you just have a bad feeling about it. Yeah. Say you're a house viewing. And then you go home and then you look into that place a bit more and you find out, like, last family got murdered in there. But you've already got that bad feeling before you find out this news. So it's not so much suggestion. Mate, do you know, I know this sounds crazy, but, you know, say if they died a really bloody death and there was blood all over the walls, but it's been cleaned off. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can see that it's been there is with UV light, right? Yeah. But let's say, well, we know our eyes can't view UV light on its own, right? Mm-hmm. You need to, like, make it really bright or be in a dark room or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. But what if you are seeing it, but you don't realise, you know, you're, it's such an unconscious piece of vision that we don't understand? Because, you know, I mean, when you look at spectrums of light and things like that, it's really complicated stuff, to be honest. Well, it could you be know? stuff unrelated with blood. Maybe some carbon monoxide went off. Everyone died in their sleep, and you just got that. Well, maybe bad you can feeling. still smell the chemicals of the carbon monoxide, but you just don't if know you what it is. If you can still smell it, then please do not get that place, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but you know what I mean. There could be an ever so slight lingering of whatever it was. Well, the cleanup crew obviously didn't do a good enough job then. But, but can they ever do a good enough job? And that's the point. I okay, mean... is this the new debate? Do cleaners get paid <laughs> enough? <laughs> the answer is no. No, I don't think anyone gets paid enough. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I think that's part of it as well. Is it actually that you're feeling it and it's supernatural? Or is it things that you just either can't understand, can't see, or we haven't worked out yet. So I'll give you a good example, and I don't want to go too far off track with this, but my understanding of the light bulb is they made it work, and they realised that if you heat it up, it creates light through the filament in the bulb, right? Mm-hmm. But it took them years later to actually describe and uh, and explain why it was actually working like that. Yeah, Is it not a similar thing? Like, if you go in there, you don't know why you feel that way, but it's because we haven't worked it out yet. Yeah, until you find out it's ghosts. <laughs> Thank you for proving my point, Mr. Rep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's no, a bit it's of a okay. joke there. Um, also, I like to think that a lot of ghosts can maybe can't interact with us until we're in a subconscious level, like sleeping, for example. Or oh, you mean you've, we've got to be in like a weak, suggestible state for them to That sounds very intimidating. <laughs> But I would say from a personal experience, um, I have a family member who passed away Mm. and I have dreams. And I used to talk to this family member every Sunday Mm. and I have a dream, not not always every Sunday, no, sometimes it could be on a Wednesday, that I'd be sat down in my own flat talking to her and just chatting about new things that are going on in my life. Mm. And they've never been to my flat before. You, you're in. You're having this in your dream. Yeah. But and that, well, uh, sorry, and that relative right. knows that they're dead. Yeah, but like, here's the thing. So, if you want to have a lucid dream where you're aware that you're dreaming and you're really awake in that dream, mm. it's. 
I've done it a few times, but it's always quite terrible because you either end up dreaming that you've woken up, but you haven't woken up, or mm. you get sleep paralysis, which or paralysis, pa- paralysis. Pra- yeah, that's that. That's better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you you either get those two things. But the re- the way you're able to do that and recognise that you're dreaming, because you've mostly got to train to do it, or sometimes well, it's just thing. like... In this dream, I don't recognise I'm dreaming. No, no, but one way to do it is to count your fingers. And if you do that all day, if you go into the dream, the chances of you counting your fingers in a dream is really high because it's something you did a lot during being awake is it not way it's something that you've done so much in your life that you're having a dream about it and that's multiplied by the by the the grief or whatever that you're going through well that is a very valid point but my weekly chats with this person was on the phone Mm. whereas my dream she's there sat on the sofa of me and it's all about new stuff it's not a repeat of yeah let's say it's not like a memory that i've had Mm. it's not a repeat it's talk about new stuff that's going on in my life and she's giving me like just our thoughts about it just gossiping yeah um for example one of my family members and his girlfriend they split up yeah and i didn't know about this and in one of my dreams i think it was like a week before i found out this person told me like they were like look you need to talk to your uncle. I don't think he's in a good place right now. Mm. You know, I think, you know, him and his, him and this person, I'm not going to say the name, you know, mm-hmm. they've split up. And we had a chat about it. And then a week later, I speak to another family member, member and they're like, oh, yeah, so-and-so broke up. And I'm like... Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I kind yeah. of know this <laughs> because in my dream it happened. It's a weird phenomenon, isn't it? It's the same where you haven't seen someone in a while then you think about them and the next mm. day they'll call you i know it's not quite the same but it's similar to what yeah. you're saying and maybe it is that i'm asleep and i'm having these chats it could be that this person's a ghost and they're talking to me whilst i'm dreaming and it's like when you go to sleep and you've got say a youtube video on mm. you've got to put your tv on a timer mm. so you've got this show or whatever running in the background and then you find yourself you start dreaming about what you're hearing yeah, yeah. It could be, it could be her there as a spirit talking to me in my sleep, like having a chat, and in my head it's setting it up as we're on the sofa talking. The thing is, I I don't want to reduce it because I think that's what a lot of people who try and talk against ghosts and all the rest. I think that's what they do. If you look at you know people like Darren Brown or who's the guy that doesn't like God, the atheist guy. There's a lot of them. I know, but there's one specifically who seems to lead the charge on it, and I can't remember his name now. No, I'm, no. I'm, I'm having a blank. Don't hold back because it's a personal antidote. No, it, it's that I don't want to reduce things because I don't. I think they're wrong also for their own reasons. And, you know, they're very intelligent people, but they just seem so certain in their belief as well. And I don't want to have a belief. And that's the point that I would like to make is that there is so much about the world that we don't know, but at the same time, you have to go on the evidence you do have as well. So if I'll give you a good example. If you go back like 500 years and you try to explain a lot of the things that we know now on a scientific mm-hmm. level, 
they wouldn't sit there and think, oh, yeah, that, that's fully understandable. They would just think you're some sort of wizard, right? That's probably pretty, <laughs> you know, that's probably a fair answer, isn't it? They'd just yeah. think you're some kind of wizard. Burn the witch. <laughs> yeah. And I think maybe, you know, in like 200 years' time, if we discover a lot more about, a lot more about the mind, that let's be honest, we don't know now. Mm. And maybe it is capable of certain things. I definitely think that it's capable of it's capable of speeding up healing in the body and i definitely think it's capable of shutting down nerve endings so you feel less pain mm. and i don't think it necessarily does that by itself i think you ha- i think people have a lot of belief and you know that positive nature i think that can help it a great deal and i really do actually put a lot into that how far that goes i don't know mm. you know but i definitely think there's a lot more capable than we we yet understand and i think that will come out in the future but to sit here now and say well this is what it's going to be it was actually that person it was actually this i think you can't quite get there from there it's like trying to go to a to c without the b isn't it mm. yeah yeah I, I do get you it's just to me it's the mannerisms the way of talking the type of stuff this person says to me Mm. My dream is just very dumb. Yeah. It's very dumb. Mm. Although there's but some it, nasty stuff that does come out, which apparently they were like before I knew them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I'm not even re- remembering her fondest moments. Yeah. But, it, you know, is it because you know her that it literally it's... <clears throat> or what makes you think it's a separate person to yourself? Just uh, just through responses, the way she responds to me and the conversation, the way that they tell me stuff I didn't know. Mm. That it because it, it it really does it baffles me. Mm. I'm having this conversation about new things. Now I wouldn't know how that person would have responded. Yeah. Back then, because it. They, <laughs> We as people are very weird beings, you know. Yeah. We might predict someone will do something and they'll do another thing. So we can't exactly predict their responses. Mm. And it's new situations, stuff that I've never had to deal with with this person. And the way they talk and the way they talk to me about these things mm. is very dumb in a way. But also new responses I've never heard them say before. But it's not out of character, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I don't know. I, I, I'm still unconvinced. <laughs> you're still not convinced. That's fine. That's fine. Like, I don't want you to just nod your head and go along because this is a personal experience to being polite, Mr. Ed. No, I'm I, I'm not. I want you to way. look at me and be like, you're a liar. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't. I've had similar things myself. Mm. I've had... Um, people pass away that I know and they've come to me in a dream and <laughs> I know what you mean it's almost like another worldly experience as if when you have a dream and people are in it that you know it almost feels like they're just in the dream they're just part of the furniture but when someone comes who has passed away or recently passed away it does feel different yeah I will say that and it is strange how they but if I were to explain that, I think what I would say is I think it's that grief that overwhelms you and you've got much more emotion involved in it. And because of that, 
I think the problem is. Mm. Yeah, I. I... <laughs> it is a toughie. <laughs> yeah, no, you I... can't disprove it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Have I finally stumped you, Mr. Red? No, I was just thinking about it a little bit. I just, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've stumped him. He just, he just won't admit it. <laughs> no. But I, I do, I do understand your point because, yes, there's not definitive hard evidence of ghosts. I'm glad that you've said that because other people don't say that. But there's not definitive hard proof that there's not ghosts. Yeah, but this is the problem with this argument because it doesn't make sense. You can't... So if I walked in a room, right, mm -hmm. and said, I hear ghosts, I hear, I see dead people, right? <laughs> There's nothing that you could do to say that I can't do it. The only thing that you could do is turn around and say to me, no one else can do this, right? No one else is... is well, any sort of power or possibility of doing this, but you're saying that you do. And I turn around to you and say, well, you can't disprove it. Mm -hmm. You would just think that I'm crazy. And you would be right to think that. <laughs> you would be 100% right to think that, you know? Well, you could say I hear dead people and then I could start questioning you about it. Like, who can you hear? What's their name? How did they die? Blah, blah, blah. And then I can go and look it up online. Yeah, but aren't you just enabling it? You know, like... No, I'm questioning it. Leave someone I so knew. If there was someone standing in the street with a sign saying the world is going to end tomorrow, yeah. come up and legitimately question the fact that the world will end tomorrow. Yeah. Unless they start sprouting religious stuff, then I kind of just back away. Is it not religious to say that? Well, though? it's not, not always religious. Like um, in 2012, I don't know if anyone else remembers this, but there was that big prophecy that the world was going to end because the ancient Mayans didn't do a calendar past 2012. Yeah, but in you? fairness to them, I don't think that we've done one either. <laughs> so. Although the world did end in 2020 temporarily. Yeah. But, and that was very interesting. In fact, I did go through, go to people in the street and ask them their opinion on whether they think the world's actually going to end. What did they say? Most of them said no. There was a few that said yeah. Were they wanting it to end? I think they were wanting it to end, though. <laughs> but, I mean, if someone wore a sign that said, the end is nigh, or the world's going to end, I would question them, because I feel like you have that curiosity of why someone feels that way. Because they're crazy. It's not always the case. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they can make compelling arguments. So can a crazy person. It doesn't I'm make them I'm right. I'm just saying, well, there was someone who said, the earth's not flat, and everyone would have thought they were crazy, but they were right. The flat earth thing. I don't want to get too into it, but that's just... The earth is not flat. Is There's it... actually definitive proof. <laughs> Apparently they don't think that there is, so... Well, we're not going to get into that one today. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like you said, sign that someone who said that maybe the moon, the moon is round, the moon is not made out of cheese. So it could be like, oh, they're crazy. Yeah, but it what doesn't if make I... them any less right. What if I sat down here today and said, you know what? You're absolutely right. Ghosts exist, but there's also demons and they're talking to me right now. How would you handle that situation? I'd ask you what they're telling you. But you wouldn't sit down and know what? He's just straight lying. Because I've never heard demons and why is he more special than me? 
Yeah, but I feel like that's a bias. That's an ego thing. No, I think it's perfectly legitimate no, question a, to ask why this I, person has I more I am the type of me. person that you can tell me the craziest stuff and I will sit and I will ask you about it. So every Even if I don't believe it, I'd like to get to that, know their mindset, why they think that way. Yeah, but every... The, it, every human being that's ever existed has never had any supernatural power. I'm just going to outright say that. There's never been Where's any your proof? There's Where's never your definitive been proof? proof? This is the point. Yeah. If you write a book from 2,000 years ago about a guy... Uh, I'm not just talking about the guy. I'm talking about various other figures as well throughout history mm. who have had supernatural powers, supposedly, and then we just believe it. And I talked to a guy... I said, well, you know, Jesus was probably a real guy. There's some real historical accounts it was a real guy. Yeah. But there's no real historical unbiased accounts that he did any of this supernatural stuff. And he turned around and said to me, well, the Gospels are eyewitness accounts. I was like, what, made by his own friends? I mean, you can't take that seriously. It's made I, by I've man, just, I've just annoyed fallible. most of the audience if they're full of <laughs> But it's true, isn't it? But then again... The Bible has changed quite a lot over, over the years. Over since well, how people interpret inception. it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Humans are fallible. Well, yeah, but that's the point of their story, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. The ghosts you know. are forever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a joke. I apologise Ghosts are in the audience. Bible, though, aren't they? You know, yeah, they everyone are. Everyone comes back to life in the Bible, apparently. It wasn't just Jesus, so... Oh, damn. Yeah, everyone no, came yeah. back to life. There's a lot of people that were resurrected. There's I can't remember the bit, but there's this bit in Jerusalem where it said all your friends will... Have you ever read the last bit of the Bible no. where it just goes insane, pretty much? Oh, man. Maybe I should, actually. It sounds like a fun time. <laughs> it's a hell of a ride. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, what, uh, what I'm saying is I, I would. You'd say demons talk to me right now. I'd be like, okay, well, what are they telling you? But How you, do you well, hear them? I, I would ask a question because I'd be curious to know what they're hearing, their experience. You know, I understand what you're saying. Actually. There's a legitimate investigation because mm-hmm. you don't know what, like I said earlier, you don't know what the mind is capable of. And it's a legitimate question to ask. But the only thing that worries me is there's been a lot of people throughout the history of these investigations yeah. that are just... And, and a lot of the time they've been... Proved lies as well, you know? Yeah. Or found out or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand that. But I feel like in anything, there's always people that are looking for a way to offer yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't feel like those people should represent a whole entire group of people. No, but they're the only people that ever come out, you know. Not always. Well. Not always. But can you think of a legitimate you know, ghost investigator that doesn't appear on entertainment shows and, you know, biased their own arguments. I say this. I watched a YouTube video where um, a podcast hired That's a ghost hunter. That's where the rabbit hunter. hole starts. Yeah. They hired a ghost hunter. And now she usually does it just random for anyone who wants to do the ghost tours or whatnot. Yeah. And she actually just got popular now because she did this podcast. Right. And she was very upfront and like fr- very frank about it when they'll be like, oh, this thing's a ghost. She's like, no, it's this. 
Mm. Like very upfront. Oh, the bunking they call it. She, yeah, she could be. She could have gone very with with it. Like, oh yes, it's a ghost. Mm. But she was like, no, that's just an airplane going across, or no, that's just this. Yeah. Whenever they were trying to hype it up to be a ghost, she was like, no. She was waiting until she was convinced with the EMF readers, with the those devices that come up with words. I'm not convinced by any of them, though. What's I'm not, just not. What's not convincing? Well, because you? there's just so my understanding of those devices is you're looking for interference inside the interference. Right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that doesn't make sense. That's nonsense. It's got to be right. It's it's it is though. You can't I mean, see. It. I'm shaking my head. Like yeah. no, <laughs> <laughs> no. But it is. If I walk into a room and like, what interference will I pick up? I could pick up anything. That's the point. You know, radio signals. Like I say, you all kinds of things going through the air. I mean, I found this out recently. Um, a lot of the atomic tests that they did in the last however many decades. I think the last one was 1980 by China. All of that radiation still exists in the atmosphere. People today, I mean, you consume, I think it, the American statistic was six milliserts. I'm not a scientist on this sort of stuff per year. So you're picking up radiation. And I'm not trying to get off the point because that's radioactive, but I'm just trying to say there's so much around everywhere. There's so much, and there's a lot of stuff that we don't understand. That's, I've, to me, that's just the start of what we're going to understand about all that stuff. And I think to quickly get hold of these devices, that are specifically biased to pick up interference in the first place to get a reaction out of something isn't exactly a fair scientific test. You have to start with a, you know, why don't they ever walk? Why don't they ever walk into a scientific room that's been totally clean, nothing inside it, hardly any sound can exist, been totally cleaned down, and say, "Oh, there's a ghost in here." It's never happened. It's never happened, and it never will happen because it can't. You know, if you, let's say it's a lead-lined room, you can't get anything inside out of it. You're not going to pick up nothing. I would put all of my money on that. You wouldn't pick up anything. Right. Next on the podcast, <laughs> we go to a lab. Feel the light, and we try this out. Um, oh, I do, I do see. I do see what you're saying. But then again. You say, oh, it's biased because it's looking for a certain thing. Well, a lot of other things do, like a microscope. That's biased. It's looking for things. Yeah, but it very finds tiny. it. Yeah, but it, it finds it. And, it's EMF, not one of... and the EMF finds finds things too. Yeah, but you wouldn't go into, you wouldn't get a microscope. When they were they discovered atoms or whatever else, they didn't go into it looking for them. They just found them, right? We and they did. found them with no intention to find it. But these guys are doing the opposite. They're going into a room saying, I can feel a ghost. What? <laughs> You've started with the end. That doesn't make sense. Hey, I walk in my front room sometimes. I feel, oh, I feel ghost. And is there a ghost in there? Yeah. How do you know that? Oh, I don't know. Things move around. He doesn't pay rent. It's very, very irritating. <laughs> I can but, see how that would it'd be a difficult subject, yeah, but to like, approach a ghost about the rent there, There's been places I've been to, like uh, Netley Abbey. Yeah. I went there at night, and it's it's known, I say, to, known I suppose we, for if being haunted. We describe what it is. It's basically it's an old monastery, isn't it? Yeah. That was ruined, I suppose, by Henry VIII, maybe? I was thinking more during the war. Was it? If you actually oh, look okay. at it the way it looks like, it looks like it's been destroyed. Right, okay. Well, I, 
whatever. I don't. It's an old monastery or church, though, isn't it? That's yeah. what it is, right? But it's very destroyed, so it's pretty much out in the open. Yeah. And um, now I wasn't. I wasn't feeling very scared, to be honest. I know a lot of people when they go in for these ghost hunting things, they feel scared, and obviously that puts them on edge, and they're looking for yeah. reasons to be that. But it's out in the open, so to me, mm. that's not so scary. Do you not think so? I think that's worse. No, no, to me, out in the open, because you can run. There's any direct, there's nothing. If you're in a room, enclosed room, that is scary in the dark. Because it's easy to pick up the interference. But also, it's more (laughs) narrow, harder to escape. If you're in the middle of a massive field... You're more suggestible. You can go Uh, and run. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, but you're less suggestible outside, so you feel safer. You're less likely to say there's ghosts. So, yeah, and I, I... I didn't pick anything up. I wasn't scared. I was just like, eh. We took loads of pictures. We got them developed. Lo and mm. behold, there's loads of white, looks like white little orbs. Now we're out in the field. It's we wet. Walked, yeah. It's raining. It's winter. There's no dust. We're out in the open. Yeah. And there was multiple pictures. Where it was like, looks like little light orbs. Mm. And different places. So, because otherwise I would have said, oh, it's a speck on the camera. But it could be anything. True. But the you know? way it was... If you're going to play that card, I get to play that yeah. card as well. <laughs> <laughs> but the way it was and the way these orbs were, it was, it was very it was very freaky afterwards. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Especially because we took pictures of McDonald's afterwards in the morning. <laughs> there was no orbs. That is quite a contrast, Ghosts do not haunt McDonald's. <laughs> I'm just letting everyone know here and now. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Maybe anyway. in the future. Ghost of Ronald McDonald. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he got fired, so yeah. Oh, he came back. But yeah, like stuff like that, you're not in a room. Out in the field, it's wet, so you can't really say it's dust. It's in different positions. Well, but there's lots of things that could be. I mean, I'm not, I suppose, scientifically disposed to say what it could be, but there's lots of stuff that it could be, right? Mm. I think people are going to tack faces onto it. They're going to tack body shapes onto it, but we do that. I mean, have you seen those pictures where people find Jesus' face everywhere? Well, I always find that interesting. No, but I always find (laughs) it interesting, right, because... The image that most people have of Jesus is like the white man with the beard and all the rest of it. But that image was developed over time by like the Roman Empire and whoever else. To the me, Jesus guy, is black. Well, I, well, no one really knows. He was probably sort of a tan sort of guy living yeah. in the Middle East, right? Yeah. I would much prefer if he was a black guy. I feel well, like he that says like... a lot more about you, doesn't it? Well, no, no, not like that. It's not like that. It's just more of the fact that of course, everyone's made him white, <laughs> but yeah, that is no, another no, that right. is another issue. No, anyway. no, 100%, no, but you're right about that. I I agree with you. You know, and but that's the thing. You know, they're seeing Jesus' face, but Jesus probably didn't even look like that. So what mm. they're doing is they're seeing a picture of Jesus that they've seen, and they're recreating it. And their eyes are specifically biased to pick up other people. Yeah, and they're seeing that face they've already seen, and that's the point. You can get those orbs in the pictures and say it's a ghost. But it could be anything, and you're going to be biased to say that it's a person. Do you not think? I wouldn't say it was a person. Well, what is I'd it? I'd say it's a spirit. A sp- okay, what does that mean? 
It's a spirit. A ghost is more like a vibe. There's, a, there's like a bottle of vodka just going across <laughs> the <laughs> I was very underage at this point, so I don't think it was vodka. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I don't know. I see ghosts and spirits as different things. Okay, well, what's the difference? To me, like a ghost is like a memory of a person, an energy of a person. Yeah. Like... And can communicate with us, whereas a spirit is just like, like kind of like a soul, mm. just a general soul, no real personality to it. So you think that, let's say in the future, when we're able to either use technology or evolution or whatever, you think we're just going to be chilling with the spirits and they're going to have their, we're just going to be normal part of life where they're living in the world? I hope so. I mean, I can't discount it. And let's be honest, it's not impossible. I would but, much rather have a doctor who died, during a surgeon who died, to like do surgery on me than a live surgeon. Yeah, but what if he's sort of you know traumatized by the fact that he died and then he's thrown well, he's off? Work, he's like, oh my god, I'm going to do it again. He's going to work real hard not to do it again. That's a good worker. <laughs> That's a surgeon you uh, want. I just feel like he's <laughs> just not going to be in the game at that point. Poor guy. <laughs> So a ghost is someone who's had like a traumatic experience and died. A spirit, oh, they're just not like... just traumatic, but just like a general energy about them. A very strong. Okay, so if spirits exist, that means demons have to exist on the other side. The whole duality, of good and bad thing. Oh right? no, I don't believe in demons. I don't now. think you can get one without the other. I don't feel like there's a duality of good and bad. I feel like there's just grey. Okay, well. Well, there's got to be two sides of something regardless. No, I'm I not saying there's like, not grey like areas. I feel like everything's very grey. No, I don't disagree with you, but I'm saying you've, you're still going to have two extremes somewhere. You're still going to have like a spirit who has like yeah, some off days and then he turns into a bit of a bad guy. There might be someone who's very, to us, is like very extremely bad. But they don't think they're being bad. They think they're being the ones that are extreme good. What, were they setting people on fire? Well, I'm just saying in general, the people that we, <laughs> I mean, it's would, relative to a point, that we would say is really bad, in their own head, they're the good people. No one ever thinks of themselves as a bad person. Yeah, no, you are right, aren't you? I mean, if you could, someone like Hitler, maybe, and I don't want to, everyone always brings Hitler into it, but I imagine he was able to convince himself he was doing the right exactly. thing. Exactly. I feel like you every... Know. I'm not saying he did the right thing, but I'm saying the person... I hope not. Otherwise, this episode <laughs> will not be available for very long. No. <laughs> Listen but... while you can. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise, but to him, he must have been doing... I, I don't think he knew he was being bad. No one intentionally feels like they are the bad guy in a situation. I would I would agree to a large degree, but I think there's certain people who do. People like serial killers know they're doing wrong, but they're just basically addicted to doing it, aren't they? It's, it's, do you know like what I'm I said, saying? It's not always black and white. There's not always extremes. Everything is grey. There could be a horrible mm. person who's done horrible stuff, but they may have also done some really great stuff before that horrible stuff. I think there is grey areas, but I still think you're going to have extreme ends of those areas that's my point and i'm not saying someone who's fixed a certain way for life and they're going to make all of those decisions i'm just saying that if you've got a possibility scale of what they're more likely to do they're going to be more biased to do certain choices again and again and again right no i just 
I don't think see things in that way. I just see everything as a big muddy middle ground. I don't know. The thing is, I can't even get to the point where I think spirits are real. So, mm. I mean, I I to me, this is more like a theoretical argument, I guess. Yeah, I, I will agree. There's no definitive proof that they exist, but there's no definitive proof on the other spectrum that they don't exist. It's a muddy middle ground. We don't know yet. In the future, there could be a scientific breakthrough where they prove they exist. There'll be a scientific breakthrough where they prove they definitely don't exist. I don't think we're ever going to get to that point anytime soon. Well, no, not anytime soon, I suppose, but um, looks like we're not going to agree, does it? <laughs> no gong. Uh, no, because no. I, I can't get to the point where I can see spirits being a real thing. I'm not saying they definitively exist, but I'm not saying they definitively don't exist. All right. Well, for me, to summarise where I'm at with it, I think a lot of it is suggestion with the EVPs, EMFs. It's just, it's suggestion. There's a lot of confirmation bias. There's a lot of frauds out there. Mm. And I don't discount the part about energy. I think residual energy, I don't think when people say that, they really know what it means. Because if you're going to say residual energy, you've then got to come out and say scientifically what that is. You can't just get away of saying it's residual energy and giving well, a brief there, answer. There is right? legit energy scientifically. Everything's got energy. 100%. But yeah. if you're going to say it's residual energy, whatever this is, you've got to be able to it's scientifically It's just energy left it. over. Yeah, but can An you excess, explain that? excess of energy in a certain area. So what is that, like leftover atoms floating through the air? Yeah. What, like... <laughs> How, no, because you can prove that, and that's not what happens, right? <laughs> you can definitively prove that. So this is that's where I am with it. I I think there's definitely weird things in the world, like UFOs. That's a weird thing, isn't it? And um, and which the government, the US government's come out and said there are things that have happened that we can't explain. But that could be anything. There could be problems with time or anything. It could be different dimensional spaces. And I'm, that's the thing. I'm not denying it. I'm not reducing it. I'm simply saying if we were in a court of law, it wouldn't be me that had to bring the evidence to prove the thing that <laughs> I think it definitely is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's where I am with it. Do you know what? Yeah, I, I get you. I get you on that. <laughs> Have we reached consensus? Has it happened? Okay. Right, right near okay. the end. Does that count? Right. Does it count? Are you ready oh, for this? I think that counts. Okay, okay. Uh, I get the play. It's just so funny. I it's love so ridiculous, that. Isn't I it? love that. A consensus gong. <laughs> there it is. So we've done it. We've actually agreed on something. <laughs> we've agreed that ghosts don't exist. Hey, hey, no, no, no. I'm, no? Not, I'm not saying they don't exist, but okay. I agree with that so, last statement you made. Okay, my last statement was that ghosts don't exist, but there's space that they could exist. That's okay. really, you can, that's okay. Actually, you know what? Sense. Now that you've just said that, I don't agree with you. Take that gong back. <laughs> no, it's already played. There's nothing I can do. We found consensus that, you know, ghosts probably definitely don't exist. I'm like, uh, <laughs> she, she just gave me a very evil look. Maybe you can see it. But <laughs> I want to know what our audience thinks. Okay, well, they can email me what they think at drive me to your leader at gmail.com. And if you do 
email him. He needs to tell me because I, I'm curious. I feel like it's very 50-50, this subject. Well. People's views. And I'm pretty yeah. sure there's probably people out there that can definitely debate the existence of the ghost better than I can. Yeah, but it doesn't make them right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, just eat them, I'm sorry. <laughs> I like, think I better cut my losses here a little bit. <laughs> but I know I do generally want to hear what people have to say about this topic because it's always very interesting to me. Yeah, well, they can send it in and let us know what you think. Do you agree with me that ghosts don't exist because they can't be proved definitively they exist in a court of law? Or or do you do you believe that ghosts can exist? But there is no proof right now. Or maybe you believe there is proof and you have the proof and you're ready to just shout in my face about it, you know? If you think you can definitively prove ghosts, then there's that guy that's doing that experiment where if someone's like psychic or talking and dead, they've tested them and he would give them a cash sum. Oh, right. I've heard about this. I need to look into this. Um, but yeah, there's a guy who's like, if you have psychic medium and can talk to the dead... If you prove it to us, we'll pay you this amount of money. And loads of psychics have been on and they haven't been able to prove it. So if you have definitive proof, please go and Google this and do it. You might get some money. <laughs> but it sounds like it will never happen. Well, we never know. Well, Unless they tell us. Yeah. And it's proven. <laughs> then again, isn't it one of those where he said that so to such a way that no one would ever be able to prove it anyway, do you know? Is it because people do that, don't they? And I never think that's fair. Oh, well, that is true. Yeah. You know, I don't know because I haven't seen. It. I've only just heard about it. But yeah, look it up after this. Okay. After this, where can people find that? Where, where is it? Uh, just, just look up scientific experiment into psychic mediums money on Google. Okay. It, you're bound. It's bound to come it's up. It's pretty very popular, quick. right? Yeah. Okay. I think he's been doing it for about ten years now. Mm. so yeah okay well that was ghosts yeah and um i'm right thank you for agreeing with me <laughs> <laughs> if no one emails that means i've won or it just means we're really terrible I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no proof that we are there's no definitive proof we're terrible and until that point we'll just keep going i guess yep, yeah exactly <laughs> until we receive the angry emails thank you for having me on that's okay it's lovely to have you lovely to see you that's all right so yeah well, that was ghost thanks very much for listening to you drive me to your leader we'll catch you next time thank you very much